It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side of broadcast game on Tuesday. The Potosi Trojans played host to the South Iron Panthers, and our own Glenn Berry has the recap from Potosi. The South Iron Panthers traveled to Potosi to take on the MAAA Conference Tournament champion Potosi Trojans on Tuesday night. In a broadcast game heard on AM 1240 KFMO, the Panthers started hot and stayed hot en route to a 54-38 win over the Trojans. The Panthers started the game on a 5-0 run and ended the first quarter with a 12-7 lead. South Iron outscored Potosi 19-12 in the second to take a 31-19 lead at half. Potosi closed the gap to seven points after outscoring South Iron 12-7 in the third quarter, but a 16-7 South Iron advantage in the fourth closed out the scoring and gave the Panthers a 54-38 win. After the game, South Iron head coach Dusty Dinkins. You know, they're a great team. They've come off a great week winning their conference tournament and was playing at a very high level. And we know, you know, this atmosphere in this gym can be very difficult to play in. Uh, just really extremely proud of our defensive effort and, and rebounding. I thought, you know, especially in the first half, we really found a good rhythm and we really made it difficult for them to get easy looks. And, and uh, it was just a great start to the game. And we were able to just to hang on to it throughout all four quarters. Potosi head coach Jackson Conaway. And we had, I don't know, the number of turnovers. It was way too many, though. That, uh, that didn't help us at all. But, I mean, we did other things that we could have done uh, a little bit better as well. I thought we didn't rebound real well at times. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, 16 turnovers. Uh, and they scored in transition off those quite a few times. I mean, if we limit those, um, cut those down. Um, in half or close to that. I mean, I feel like that's a much closer ball game there, but hats off to South Iron. I mean, they came and played really well and caused quite a few of those turnovers and and had a really good game plan. South Iron got 21 points from Marquise Burst, 20 from Sawyer Huff, and 10 from Ty Harlow to lead the Panthers. Potosi got 11 from Carter Whitley and 10 from Gabe Brawley to pace the Trojans. South Iron improves to 23-1 and overall and will face Festus on Friday night in Annapolis while Potosi drops to 18-5 and and will next face St. Charles Lutheran also on Friday night. Once again, South Iron knocks off Potosi 54-38 on Tuesday night. From the Potosi High school gymnasium i'm glenn berry for kfmo b104 sports glenn thanks other boys basketball action from tuesday festus top north county on the road 63 38 the farmington knights were at home and they beat cape notre dame 70 to 55 bismarck falls to herculaneum on the road 79 68 and arcadia valley at their home floor lost a double header to the central rebels and lady rebels on the boys side it was an 84 55 loss on the girls side central wins it 68 48 West County at St. Genevieve on the boys' side. The Dragons win that one to 53-37. And Bunker over Valley Caledonia, 62-59. Other girls' basketball action. West County was at home against Steelville. And the Lady Cards win at 47-31. And St. Genevieve top St. Vincent at home, 34-28. And the Farmick tonight's at Cape Notre Dame on the girls' side fall to the Lady Bulldogs, 68-39. Coming up today on the local side, boys' basketball action. The Kingston Cougars are at Crystal City. Fredericktown is at home against Arcadia Valley. And North County is at Valley Catholic. And happening at Memphis, it's St. Paul at Scott City. Girls basketball tonight. Potosi at Hillsboro. Jefferson hosts Valley Catholic. Bourbon is at Kingston. And the Arcadia Valley Lady Tigers are at Meadow Heights. And Mineral Area College action. Lady Cardinals and Cardinals on the basketball side. We have a broadcast doubleheader from Poplar Bluff. As the Lady Cardinals at 17th of the nation battle the 13th ranked Three Rivers Lady Raiders. That one tips off at 5. Then at 7 o'clock, it's the number 7 Mac Cardinals at Three Rivers. All the coverage starting around 4.30 on KFMO and KFMO. FMO Sports Plus, your home for Mac Athletics in the Parkland.
NHL, the St. Louis Blues were at Toronto wrapping up a three-game road trip on Tuesday. It was a game against a depleted Toronto Maple Leafs. They were without their best defenseman, Morgan Riley, who was suspended for five games, and two of their top forwards, John Tavares and Mitch Marner. Alex Ferrario and the Blues Radio Network have the recap. Last night, the Blues wrapped up their three-game road trip with a matchup against the Toronto Maple Leafs, looking to make it six straight wins on the road. Toronto would open up the scoring in the first period. McMahon for the Maple Leafs, an undrafted rookie, picking up his third goal of the season at even strength. And then William Nylander would score before the end of the first period off of a turnover in the offensive zone to make it a 2-0 Maple Leafs lead. But then in the second period, five and a half in. Alexei Toropchenko would pick up his ninth goal of the season with a deflection standing in front of the net at even strength. Two power plays in that second period. The Blues unable to convert. Toronto would score in the third period, eight minutes in to make it a 3-1 lead, and then McMahon would cap off a hat-trick night with an empty netter as the Maple Leafs beat the Blues 4-1. to They put 15 shots on goal, the lowest amount of shots on goal they've had this season as the Blues fall 28-22-2 on the season. Next up, the Edmonton Oilers as they return home. Tuesday night puck drop at 7 o'clock. 6.30 pregame skate on the St. Louis Blues Radio Network. Alex, thanks. Can Blues interim head coach Drew Bannister explain why his team seemed to lack energy in Tuesday's loss? Yesterday, this morning, you know, looking at the guys, they, they looked like they had a lot of energy. We had energy in practice when we skated yesterday. Um, you know, we've been off for, you know, over 24 hours, so... Um, you know why we didn't have any energy. I can't can't explain that to you, but we, we certainly didn't have a lot of energy or jump. Blue center and captain Brayton Shin says the team did not get the job done in Toronto. The other day we just uh, um, didn't have enough, uh, um, you know, guys. Uh, pretty much everyone, I should say, that uh, um, you know were willing to play the right way tonight and play hard. Blues defenseman Matthew Kessel picked up his first NHL point on an assist on the Blues' only goal. Kessel spoke after the loss. It's great to finally get it. Uh, I've definitely been getting a little more comfortable as games have gone on in the, in the offensive zone. Uh, obviously my main priority is in the, in the D zone, so seeing, uh, seeing that uh, grow part of my game, uh, it's, been, it's been good so far. The Blues are back at it Thursday. They'll host the Edmonton Oilers. Coverage on B104.3 at 6 30 with puck drop at seven o'clock at major league baseball the st louis cardinals pitchers and catchers reported on monday spring training action starts february 24th on b104.3 and the nascar cup series season begins on sunday with the daytona 500 you can hear it on kfmo starting around 12 30 with the green flag waving an hour later Chase Elliott, driver of the number nine Chevrolet, says the landscape for the 500 has changed. With, with this new car, it's, it's really hard to make up a lot of track position in a short period of time. We just kind of get these two lanes, and a third lane really hadn't been in play a whole lot at Daytona, so we're just kind of bottleneck between the bottom and the middle lane. And when that happens, well, now we start playing fuel mileage games. Everybody's trying to save gas to shorten their pit stop on pit road. Well, that slows the pace down. So just a bunch of games start getting played. The big thing is you just can't make up a lot of ground in a hurry. That being said, you got to start positioning yourself where you want to be earlier and earlier in, in the race. And Tyler Reddick drives the number 45 Toyota Camry. Speaking of the Camrys, they have a new body. Reddick spoke on the new Camry in the draft. The shape of the bumper uh, front and back should should be much better for us. You know, the thing that um, bit me in the 500 last year is just getting pushed in the corner and 
Uh, the shape of, of last year's bumper was not not great for drafting. The shape of it really lifts the back of the car up when you do get pushed, and uh, the work that everyone did there, part of Toyota and TRD, helps that. The NASCAR Cup Series Sunday, it's the Daytona 500. In NCAA men's basketball, the Missouri Tigers play Ole Miss on Saturday, and on Friday night, the St. Louis University Billikens host VCU. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis.